Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Voice by Matt podcast. I am Matt Bertho, your host, along with my trusty sidekick, Billy, Billy. Bearden. Bearden. Hi. Hello. Man, Billy. Was that a bad, was that a bad start? I, I mean... It's been a while. It's it been, a while. been a while. I mean, it's been months It's been since I've had a camera pointed in my face <laughs> like this. It's been pre-New uh, York trip for us. Yeah, pre... My first New York trip. Pre-Omicron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's pre-Omicron. Oh. We were still in the Delta days back the, then. The Delta days. Yep. That's good. That's good, Billy. All right. Um, so, uh, first, thank you guys for listening to this show. I know it's been a while since, uh, Billy and I have been on the mic and on the video. Um, we are going full blast in 2022 with Josiah and Bree and Sydney's figuring out how she's going to help this process. Um, but Bree is, uh, helping with organization of this endeavor of a podcast and then josiah's on his uh what is that called a gimbal josiah's on the gimbal like we planned originally and i'm very proud of him right now um (laughs) because this is what i wanted i wanted him to move around oh that's good i like that and uh so we can have more freedom more like a movie watch yoda man Mm. watch yoda watch him um but yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, we have a, a more streamlined process for production now that we're working on with our boy Sandy. So shout out to Sandy uh, De Jesus from New York. Oh. Yep. 23-year-old genius boy that uh, I met on this men's retreat that we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um. I was telling Billy uh, I was sad about his Packers that uh, lost last night at Lambeau in, in the snow, and he said, "I was okay with it because I, I mean, they deserve it. They probably deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, a, I'm just a little not mad, but just disappointed with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a, that's okay though. Yeah, Aaron, so that's just me. Aaron's got his own thing going on yeah. right now. Um, but uh, back to the show today today the episode is going to be called into the darkness um sounds sounds uh kind of intense it i don't don't know if i'm ready for this yeah i mean it is intense okay um but it's something that i don't know man i think everybody in the journey of life you kind of have to go through this moment um it's uh, not. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint of heart, for sure. And we're gonna talk about kind of what's led me to this uh, breakthrough. So August, as all of you know, that listen to the podcast, I climbed a giant mountain, twenty nine thousand twenty nine feet. Uh, part of that process was to hopefully help heal me in some of my trauma that I had with my dad passing away. Uh, it didn't work. The trauma was still there. And since August to about December 1st, I was in a very uh, dark, depressing, sad place. Um, 
I know my students felt it. Uh, I know Billy felt it. My wife felt it. My kids felt it. Um, I just was not a very pleasant person to be around most of the time. Um, the office generally that I sit in doing this podcast right now, most days was very empty. There was maybe a couple people that would be in here usually. Um, but nobody really wanted to be around me very often or for a, a long period of time. Mm. Um, and I know that, I know that looking back now, like it, <laughs> it sucked. Like it really sucked. Um, luckily Billy was there for a lot of students that, you know, needed him when I was on this healing kind of hurtful situation. Um, going back, knowing now why I went through all this, um, when my dad passed away in June, 2020, I, it, it just brought a lot of shame and guilt a lot of pain from my past. My, my grandfather, um, he committed suicide when I was in high school, like sophomore, junior year. And uh, I went to therapy for that. And it, it helped it a lot. But when my dad passed away, it brought all those feelings back. Um, and uh, I was very confused about how am I going to get over this? And, uh, in October, November, I tried other means to try to, um, heal myself that did not work. Um, I, I'll just be honest. Like I, I drank a little bit too much at the end of October into November. Um, I tried some CBD that, uh, did not serve me at all. So Numbing the pain, essentially. Uh, and I, didn't, I don't think I realized how deep the emotional pain was and how much I stuffed it. Um, Billy, did you notice, like, uh, any of the things I'm talking about right now? Like, Yo, yeah, it's hard not to notice with someone like you. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I think... You know, someone who is... Um, well, you just you display emotions very publicly. I don't. I don't think you probably mean to. I mean, it's just, it's just how how it. It's just how you are. And so, yeah, I think I noticed, and I think other people probably did too. But yeah, like me going back from August, September, October, November. Mm-hmm. Can you go back and think of like moments where, you know, you could tell like I was not in a good space. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm trying I mean, to unpack here. A little yeah, for like, like, uh, I don't know about like in class so much, but in private conversations, that's where I noticed it. Well, like, like what? Like, I, you know, because yeah. it's me because I don't, I don't oh, recall those things. Well, we just, we, we, we would talk about things and you would say things like, just privately to me, you'd say, I feel like I have no energy. I'm depressed. I have no direction. I think he even said once that you felt like you didn't know what your purpose was or something. Uh, so yeah, so I, I definitely knew just because of those private conversations. Yeah. Wow. I said, I don't even know what my purpose is. I mean, 
It was something like that. Yeah, that's kind of how, how I interpreted it, at least. Jeez. Um, so you definitely seemed like you weren't your usual self. Well, yeah. and I, I, I think I was trying so many alternative things mm-hmm. that I had, I was lost, man. I had, I, you know, I have a therapist that's my coach, Dean, mm-hmm. and, you know, talking to him every Sunday, it felt like we were making progress and we were, but I, I don't know. Like there were things inside of me that just did not want to let loose. Mm. And I honestly was afraid to talk to anybody about a lot of this mm-hmm. because I didn't want them to take it. I don't want them to feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so December 1st, uh, you know, I made a podcast about it, actually. December 1st, I felt a little bit better. And I didn't know why, really, but things started to ease up a little bit emotionally for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, New York and was... And that was stressful. Yeah. <laughs> New York was uh, yeah. Uh, very stressful because uh, Omicron was on the rampage, mm-hmm. which, you know, and if people listen to this in years going forward, Omicron is uh, a COVID-19 variant that um, is a little milder, it seems, in the effect it has on people, but... It's uh, highly more transmittable to people. It 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 just kind of it's kind of like fleas just kind of jumping on people, and you're like, oh, I have yeah. fleas now. Like it's that's that, what, it, that's it's what that, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, it's that fast. <laughs> you you haven't had Omicron. You don't know. I haven't, fortunately. No, yeah. I mean, did you? Maybe someday. Well, don't don't wish it. Don't, I don't wish it. Okay, good. I do not wish. Anybody. I do not wish Omicron right. on anyone. So New York, you know, I, I do this trip with my students and their families every year. This was the class of 2020 and 2021. Uh, let's just say all the shows we scheduled to do or watch got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with my mom, my son, Max, my wife, Andrea, Billy, Billy's mom. <clears throat> yeah, we brought our moms. It was really cool. It was fun. They had a good time. And, you know, the group, they loved it. They had a blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they did. Because for me, it was very uh, stressful and it was very irritating. <laughs> very frustrating for me. Um, because I didn't really feel very good on that trip either. Yeah. But some cool things did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some cool things did happen. Like? We got on national television. You got on national television on what was Inside, it? Inside Edition. Yeah. That was that was a little weird. That though. was that was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's not the way I want to be on national television. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, after New York, we came back. We did our end of kind of school things. We had the Viking Voices Christmas party, which was really special and nice. And I got to spend some really quality time with my mm. family, which yeah. was awesome. Um, but there was still this like. You got a little more work to do, Matt. And uh, New Year happened and nothing changed mm-hmm. <laughs> in my feelings, like nothing. Mm-hmm. And I have all these kids that are wanting me to 
cast Vikings on Broadway, which is the big show that we do every year. And I was like, I, I don't even know where to start, man. I don't feel like doing this right now. Um, COVID um, numbers were going up. Mm-hmm. And so uncertainty started to hit everyone. Yeah. Um, and then my buddy Neil Conlon posted up that he had a couple spots available on a men's retreat in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was about two or three weeks ago. And I remember I talked to Andrea about it that morning. And it was like a calling. I just knew I'm supposed to go on this trip. Like I, I need to heal. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it became really clear. I need to heal from grandpa committing suicide and my dad having a heart attack and my sense of unworthiness that I feel. Mm. And I didn't know how this was going to roll out, but I knew that Neil with this group was going to allow me some tools to help me get through this process. Cause I felt very stuck. Mm-hmm. And the students that are in the room right now, Sydney and Josiah and Bree and even Billy, they everybody knew like Bertha's not back. Like there's something still that's not quite right with him. And and I knew it. And I knew it because I would go into meditation, I would see no visions, I would have no clarity. It was just like this constant, you know, mm. hamster in a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Every day doing the same bull crap with, mm-hmm. with, with no results. And I felt like there's a change in my life happening. And I didn't even know what the change was until after this last weekend. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about that today. Um, so Billy, like being my best friend, you know, I, I just kind of talked about, I just knew I'm supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. Are you aware, like, when I get in those moods, like, do you, can you, can you, like, can you tell, like, when he, when I'm supposed to go away? Well, I mean. Because I've done it a couple times now in the last two or three years. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if you're asking if I just, like, sense it. Yeah. I mean, I think I sense it in the, in the sense that. I, I, you, you talk about it and you'll, you kind of like start the conversation. You'll kind of like tell me a little bit about it. And I can tell that I can just see in you that this is something that you're going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I, I can tell that like, I, I don't know if I can like sense it like on some like cosmic, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just sort of, but I can tell that like, it's something that you need to do because of, just, just, I guess because I've just known you for so long now, and when you talk to me about it, I can tell, like, okay, this is something that he's he's set on doing, and he's got a reason to do it. Yeah. I was just curious, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, in the future, it'd be good to have you go, hey, you need to go. I can feel it. Just get out I of mean, here. if I ever... If I ever do, if I ever do feel that, yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when I signed up for this trip, uh, used some Southwest points uh, to get my flight booked, and mm-hmm. I paid Neil the amount that um, he told me I needed to pay, and I had that money, and it just worked out. Um, and then up to it, you know, we were told to kind of 
wean ourselves off of like a pro like loads of processed foods, mm. energy drinks, um, even medication going into this process. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, I was kind of excited about that, that it was, I, I felt like they're preparing me for something that's going to change me like a reset, mm-hmm. right. In my routine, which yeah. I needed desperately. Right. Um, I was very scared about this. Um, I talked to Andrea the entire trip up on that Thursday morning, mm-hmm. just talking her ear off about why I'm going and how cool the Bertho farm used to be. And mm-hmm. just really good <laughs> memories. Right. And, yeah. um, I'm going to fast forward through a lot of this, but I'm just going to give some takeaways that I got on this journey. Um, <clears throat> one of the first guys I met, uh, well, Neil, I met Neil first and at the, it looked like a castle. It was a tiny castle though, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a castle nonetheless. Um, but I met Daryl. I met Daryl first. Mm-hmm. Daryl is like the sweetest black man in the entire universe. <laughs> Giant dude, mm-hmm. like six foot four, 270 pounds, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, we just kind of hit it off and I knew, man, this guy, this guy's my bro. Like this is my, this is my, one of my, this is one of my new best friends. Okay. I can yeah. feel it. Yeah. So that night we kind of settled in. We had some good Mediterranean food. Mm. Uh-huh. Hummus. Well, we didn't have hummus, but we had pita bread and some like chicken. It's a good way to start, start the trip. Yeah. 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 The experience. Yeah, yeah man. So we, <laughs> but we sat around a table, like eight, nine dudes, mm-hmm. all different ages, 23 to 50 something. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of checked in. Wow, that's so yeah, it's pretty young guys. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. Um and we realized we're all there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were no distractions. In fact, you know, like I put my phone down a lot, uh, just to be present like we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um and to give these people our time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next morning we woke up, we did some breath work. Um, we met around the table. We talked about, uh, our intention and really why we're there. I shared my story. We did more breath work outside. Um, went to like a, a, a tent that had a really cool little fire in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation, which is something I want to unpack, which is really cool stuff that I've learned. And I think this will be valuable for the people that listen to the podcast and people that want to do future uh, retreats with Neil, because this is something that he um, really made me understand my journey, this part of the journey. Okay. Yeah. Now, going into this journey, I knew I was going to face a darkness. And I also knew I was going to go inside a cave, a dark cave that I don't really want to go to. I talked about Luke Skywalker and Empire going into the cave and facing Darth Vader. I talked about Aragorn going to the cave of the dead to correct his family lineage. Um, and uh, it became really evident with this talk and this... Uh, tent with Neil and the guys that, Mm -hmm. okay, like I'm on a, I I am on a specific part of this archetype journey that he just talked about. So the different archetypes are, um, magician, which, uh, you know, men, they'll joke around. They'll just joke around constantly. They don't ever want to have a real conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, they don't ever want to really talk about what's going on. They'll make a joke about it. Um, they're, they're like the, the gesture, the gesture. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two is the lover. And so the lover is like constantly looking for love. Uh, that sometimes turns into lust that sometimes turns into, you know, heartache. And, um, it's just like constantly chasing love and, mm-hmm. you know, the lover. The third type is warrior. And the warrior is constantly battling, constantly fighting, constantly um, competing. Mm-hmm. All right. And then there's the king, the sovereign king, who has been through all of that, who can now kind of ease into the, the gifts and the rewards and the sovereignty that he has earned. Mm-hmm. And then there's the elder, which is kind of the older gentleman that's kind of like ah f this i've done this before a million times you guys are silly like blah 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 (laughs) and so it became real obvious to me i know i say these out loud and all everybody in the room is probably like oh yeah berto is stuck in warrior for sure (laughs) and it's true you know and i think a lot of men especially my age 30 to 40 something i think we do get stuck Mm -hmm. in uh certain archetypes yeah you know, you think about me this last year, man, I, I was warrior to the max, like 48 miles, 30 mile run, climb the equivalent of Mount Everest, mm-hmm. uh, two workouts a day, sometimes three workouts a day. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was all to prove something. I don't know what. Okay. <laughs> Just like, uh, look how badass I am. Okay. But it didn't do that. It was just like every, everything that I finished, Billy, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I'm done with that. Now what? Mm-hmm. So when he said that, I started reflecting. I reflected that I'm at the end of my warrior journey. So what does that mean? Hey, I'm stepping into the king journey. But it's like I'm like in the infant stages of that right now. Okay. Um, so we did a ceremony Thursday night where we just kind of centered down and got to experience, uh, our bodies in a, um, more deep way. We got to really be present with our bodies and Mm -hmm. not in our heads so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, it made me very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I liked that everybody was with me in this journey. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. it was very peaceful and calming to know, like everybody in this circle has my back. Good. Um, Friday night we did, we did another little ceremony, same thing. Um, I talked to one of my boys, uh, Johnny for a long time. He, he talked to me about his relationships Mm. and it was, uh, it was much like talking to, uh, to you guys, you know, like, I helped him out a lot. I know that night. Me, I was like, I want to go to bed. I want to go to bed. I want to go to bed. Mm -hmm. I mean, this dude talked to me and I love him, but he talked to me for like an hour and a half, it seemed. (laughs) Um, And then Saturday was the main ceremonies. And uh, Mm. I got to meet um, Stuart and Liz and Mark. And we had to change houses because uh, the water main broke at the house we were at because it was really cold. Oh. Yep. Yikes. So we changed houses. Um, and, uh, 
I prepared for the first uh, ceremony. And in that ceremony, the warrior definitely appeared and I handled it like a champ. Um, after that, um, I got to eat some real good soup and some bread. Mm-hmm. And I FaceTimed Andrea and talked to her and the kids. And it was uh, really, really peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I saw Andrea's face uh, different for the first time. And that kind of changed mm-hmm. the whole weekend. Like, I, I, I noticed that I was looking at people differently than I did before. So I knew that the process of me getting through my trauma was happening. Okay. Um, and uh, I knew that the next step, the next ceremony that would last from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning, I was ready. I was ready to, okay. to face the darkness. Um, and so, you know, I, I started this journey. I can tell you it was very painful for me. Um, yeah. I uh, was distracted a lot with my surroundings. There were people snoring, people laughing, um, and I was just in pain. Mm-hmm. Just laying there in a meditative state. Um, but I can tell you that <clears throat> I literally got rid of the trauma. Like, uh, I got it out of me. And uh, the next day, uh, I went to sleep for like two or three hours after that ceremony. And I woke up, and it was like I was brand new. I mm. said, am I depressed? No. Am I sad? No. Grandpa. I'm good. Dad. I'm good. Okay. Well, this is new. This is a new feeling. Mm. And uh, I got up. I got some coffee. I ate this, uh, this little, um, like, biscuit kind of uh, mozzarella basil thing that I got at the, they call it the, the angry vegan the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ate that, got in, the, got in the Uber, and started my way to the airport. And it was really interesting. Uh, in the airport, everybody was super nice to me. Like, ultra nice. To the point I went to this restaurant, had this really awesome flatbread um, pepperoni pizza thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they gave me a free salad. Everybody was so pleasant to me. The, the yes. attendants were uh, pleasant to me on the uh, airline. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, uh, Do you think they were more pleasant than usual or you just, you were just, uh, more pleasant than usual. You were more aware of because their the pleasantness. Fir- yeah. Because the first time I went on the airplane, they were rude, rude, okay. rude to me. <laughs> okay. So rude. <laughs> yeah. And, but everybody, mm. like even strangers, I didn't even know, like they just were so nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I came back, Sydney, one of my amazing students, picked me up at 11-something at night. And uh, I, know that, I, I know that she could tell my energy was way different. Um, and I did lessons the following day on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, dude, like, it was incredible. Like, my peace and my calm, the, the work that I did with students was so focused and deep mm-hmm. um because there's no block there's no right. blockage yeah tuesday through today i've felt the same way 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple girls that were upset this week in, in school. They come in, they sit down, they're crying. I work with them for five minutes, help them out, and they're good. Where usually it would have taken me like 30 minutes or an hour to help mm-hmm. them. Because right, right. I was constantly mm-hmm. thinking about me and my pain and my stuff. Yeah. And now it's gone, which is freaking weird, man. Yeah. It's Have you noticed that in class Amazing. This week? Oh, yeah. You seem different. You seem much more relaxed, I would say. Is there any certain instance that you noticed that I just was like out of my mind, superhero mode? Like the, the Sovereign King showed up in that moment? Uh, there, I mean, there was, there were moments when I'll just put it like this, the warrior could have, could have come out, but didn't. Yeah. So I guess you were, you were sitting in your sovereignty. Yeah. And I felt that in that yeah. moment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a, it's a different feeling. And I yeah. know for the room, it's a different feeling. Because I think everybody oh, yeah. in the past was expecting me yeah. to, you know, Hulk out, Wolverine, Claus come out. definitely a different feeling. Right. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. I will be honest. I had one moment today where I got irritated with Max and Leo being so loud. <laughs> I yelled, but I apologized immediately. Mm-hmm. And, but that awareness yeah. is just so fast now. Yeah. Um, that's good. You know, I... I know being a male, being a masculine male, mm-hmm. I come off as a little intimidating probably to some people sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And I know like uh, I had a student yesterday in voice lessons tell me that she, females, are not Sorry. used to, in her family, people yelling. And then when mm-hmm. people yell, it makes her, feel, makes her cry, it makes her feel very sad. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's a perspective that before this experience that I had facing the darkness, Mm -hmm. I never would have found that out about this person. Okay. Because I don't think I would have been open to it. I see. So I've noticed too, because we talked uh, a lot in this, uh, in this ceremony about masculine and feminine energy Mm -hmm. and uh, it's something I, I didn't really quite understand. I mean, but now I think I'm getting a better understanding of it. Like, I know with like Bree and Sydney this whole week, you know, I, I hope that they felt like I really honor you. I love you. I care about you. And, and I know like your gifts are important. And I've done that for like all the females around me this week and the males, like to, to empower the males around me to, you know, show their heart, Mm -hmm. but also to be strong in showing their heart. You know, and, you know, my wife and I had a good conversation about, well, what about people that are homosexual? Like, how do you justify that? And I said, well, it makes sense. Like, there are just some people that are more feminine that that need to work on more masculinity. There are people that are more masculine and we need to work on more feminine. And we all have that balance that Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out in our in our um, in our lives. You know, most of the time, males are more masculine most of the time and most of the time females are more feminine but it doesn't mean like you can't have a male that has more feminine that balances that with masculine and females that are more um masculine that balance that with feminine they need to coexist is what i've what i've learned with this like okay um 
And I'm still learning about it. I don't know everything about it. But these are some of the takeaways that I had with the archetypes, masculine versus feminine, that they need to coexist, that we need to honor that those gifts that these people have in our lives and mm-hmm. um, and understand where it comes from, right? It's yeah. like a, I don't know, like when I, when I, uh, this whole week when I would empower my students to really be themselves more, mm-hmm. to show like Brie, show that love more Brie, show that nurturing more. Um, Sydney, you know, Sydney, you know, stepped up her game big time as a leader this week and staked her claim and said, this is who I am. And so Sydney showed some masculinity this week, said, you know, I'm assertive. I'm, I'm doing this. All right. And so that's a big step for all of us that to, to take a stand and this is who I am. For me, my, I, I, I hope that my gift is my heart. Like, but mm-hmm. I need to show that all the time. Not, not any, I don't need to show like warrior mode. Like mm-hmm. people know, you just know. Yeah. But that's what I'm learning from this. And it, you know, I'm, I got a lot more to unpack, but any questions or thoughts? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty, sounds intense. It's a lot, to, it's a lot to consider. Um, um, I just think it's interesting how, I don't know if you talked about this today, but how your trauma manifested as something physical. I guess you probably did, but it's like just sort of a physical ailment. Yeah. You said that you, yeah, that you had to yeah, liter- I, literally purge yeah, out of your body. Yeah, literally had to purge, <laughs> throw up my trauma. Um, <laughs> You know, and, you know, I talked to Dean about that today and he goes, man, you, you had a beautiful moment that, that you got to look at it, smell it. (laughs) Okay. Like for real, like you, you got to feel the heat of that in that bucket. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's true. I never thought about that, but it is a gift Mm -hmm. seeing Mm -hmm. it excessed out of me. Like, okay. It, it, that's a gift. It's a, it's a good knowing thing. Like mm-hmm. this did happen. Right. Um, and I know like now, uh, it's not a part of you anymore. No, it's not a part of me. And it, yeah. I can't even attach to it, which mm-hmm. is really bizarre, mm-hmm. really bizarre. I mean, I couldn't even say my dad, Don Bertho. Mm-hmm. I can even say his name before without feeling ill, oh, really? without feeling, okay. uh, that still sucks. Right. Yeah. I don't even feel that anymore. Yeah. And even my grandpa, like uh, him committing suicide, you know, every, anybody that commits suicide, anybody that we hear of committing suicide, it would always trigger me every time. Yeah. And, you know, cause I know what these teenagers are going through. I know how hard it is, but now I don't have to feel it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, and then the unworthiness is something that I'm worthy of this life. I'll share this. Mm-hmm. I was on my run before I went on this journey. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that have listened to the podcast and Billy knows that voice by Matt is, is a gift that I've always had since I was a little boy. I help people find their voice, their inner and outer voice and help them make that the same. Well, when I was 40, I yelled at God and the universe. I want my health back. I've learned through this experience and the people that are helping me like Stuart and Neil 
Mm-hmm. That was a prayer that I said out loud. Mm-hmm. That was a prayer. Me, I didn't think of it as a prayer. I just thought I'm saying this out loud, but it was an actual prayer. Yeah. Just like I want to coach more pros was an mm-hmm. actual prayer. Mm-hmm. So before I, this is crazy. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm literally putting this together on the air right now. <laughs> before I went on this journey to mm-hmm. upstate New York, mm-hmm. I was running. Okay. And don't get sad, everybody, but I was at the end of my rope two, two, three weeks ago. I was not feeling good about life. And I literally said on my run out loud to God, God, if I'm supposed to die, let me die now. If I'm supposed to live, Mm -hmm. let me live. And in this ceremony from seven or from 11 PM to 7 AM in the morning, Mm -hmm. the constant message that kept coming through God, universe, spirit, mother, whatever mm-hmm. was this. You're not going to die. You're going to live. You must go through this. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Yeah. Good. <laughs> because, uh, you know, I was worried about that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I think you, in our journey of life, uh, you know, it's the end of a stage, right? Like this is the end of a stage, mm-hmm. the the end of the warrior stage, right? Right. Okay. You're gonna have to have a final boss, man. Hmm. And my final boss was eliminating the trauma from my life and my unworthiness. But what activated it was my voice. I was ready. Hmm. And I let God know in the universe, I'm ready. But that was, man, even saying that out loud right now, like, that was some, uh, I, I was, that, I was like, dark times. I, I surrendered. Oh, okay. Completely yeah, right, right, to yeah. whatever God in the universe wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live or I'm going to die mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it kept saying in the ceremony, you're, you're living, you're going to live. You're living. So, you know, we, we go through life um, in stages, in seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, this season that I've been in for a while now is uh, completing. And it feels really good to step into the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited. I can tell. Yeah. It, uh, it was very painful. And I just want to encourage anybody that's listening that don't judge yourself so hard, you know, let yourself be. It was funny. I I got in my car today to go home and, uh, prepare some food for the week and let it be by the Beatles started playing after my, uh, coaching slash therapy session with Dean today. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't make that up, man. That's, that's just, <laughs> let it be is, is, is the, the name of the game for us humans on this earth. Like, don't judge it. Be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, bad crap happens in your life that you're not in control of. 
and uh, give yourself some forgiveness and some grace and just be and sit in it mm-hmm. and uh, tell people about your journey too. use your voice. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Billy, is there any final thoughts from you? Oh, well, thanks for having the courage to share all that mm-hmm. on your podcast and with all of us. And thanks, man. I think that's, I think it's really neat, really cool yeah. that you did that. So I'm well, glad, I'm glad that you, uh, got the, uh, you're going to live answer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I know my, the these students <laughs> in the room probably are very thankful that I'm going to live also. Yeah. And that I got that message and my family's, I told Andrea last night on our date about that mm-hmm. and she was like, wow, I didn't even know. I was like, yeah, right. I hit it really well. Um, so you never know who's hurting guys. Yeah. The strongest of the strong man can, can hurt. Mm-hmm. It's important that you show people kindness and love. So we'll probably talk more about this as the, in the future, because I'm changing for sure. I'm changing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast today. I love you so much and, uh, give us a review and you can check us out on YouTube if you want to watch the video that uh, Josiah is putting together in social media. Uh, give us a share. Bree's working on that right now. And uh, thank you so much, Sydney. Thank you for your presence today, being here. Josiah, Bree, grateful for all of you, big time. Billy, hmm. my best bud. Thank you for holding the fort when I was gone. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But that's it. I love you guys, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace.